It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show sponsored by P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage, inspire, and educate clients to live and lead as their most authentic, creative, and empowered selves. To bring P-Link coaches into your organization, visit their website at plinkcoachingcenter.com and click the Work With Us button on the homepage. And now, here is the host of The Bright Side, Alexis Robin, executive coach and co-founder of P-Link to bring you 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. Good morning. This is Alexis on The Bright Side, and today is March 13th. We are talking about what to do if you've made a mistake at work. So um, these can also be applied to what to do if you've made a mistake in your personal life uh, as well. But we're focusing on work today. And the first thing you should do if you realize that you've made a mistake at work is as soon as you've realized that you've made this mistake, you should inform people who it will affect and take ownership. So um, many people try to fix the problem before communicating what has happened or they start blaming others or situational factors. And that can lead to distrust. So you want to get the right people involved in finding a solution so you can fix it as soon as possible. So the whole idea, although it's um, it's brave and it's can even consider it to think about, like, how could I fix this before I tell anybody? Um, oftentimes that can get you even deeper into trouble because if someone finds out about it while you're trying to fix it, then they might think that you were not being honest with them. They might think that you were, you know, trying to pull a fast one. Um and then all kinds of stories can crop up. So best thing to do, just as soon as you realize it, figure out who's this going to affect and let them know what's going on. Let them know you're working on a solution. If you start blaming other people or situational factors, just notice that and take a deep breath, stop for a minute and say, all right, what is my part of this problem? Where did I act in a way that got me into the situation that I am right now. And so um, taking that ownership really helps to diffuse other people's frustration when a mistake has happened. Um, Second thing is if you find yourself in this situation where you've made a huge mistake, it's going to be tempting to try and cover it up or possibly blame someone or something. Even if you are in your integrity and it usually runs high, this can still happen. So, um, you're likely going to be experiencing an amygdala hijack where that fear center of your brain throws you into a fight, flight, or freeze situation. And the thing to remember is that when we get hijacked, it is impossible to solve problems from this state um, in a creative way. So if unless you can solve it with fighting, fleeing, or freezing, um, it'll be hard to come to in this situation. So you want to just give yourself a little bit of time and space and get help from somebody who's calm. That's important because they're going to be thinking about things in a different way than you. So using a calming technique as well. So if you find that you're hijacked and you're stressing out and you're freaking out because you just realized you made a huge mistake, um, take a few deep breaths, get your parasympathetic nervous system back on board. That's your nervous system that operates in the rest and digest and step away from the situation for a few moments to get your prefrontal cortex, which is the center for executive function and creative problem solving in your brain, get that back online. So you just want to take a step back, 
take a few deep breaths. Think about who you need to talk to. Think about um, how you can solve the problem creatively. And oftentimes, if it's a really big mistake, it'll be hard to get out of this fight or flight quickly. And so that's why it's so important to reach out to somebody else who has, who's in a calm state, who can help you think through things from different angles, um, who can help you kind of reduce that panic. So, um, so getting to that calm state is going to be really important. So what about creative strategies for making up for a big work flub or proving your worth afterward? So the best thing that you can do after blowing it in a big way at work is to take full ownership. So offer a genuine apology without excuses and express what you've learned from the experience and how you would approach it differently in the future if you ever faced a similar situation again. So think about this. Um, So let's say that you accidentally send uh, an email. I, this happened once when I was working years ago. Um, one of my colleagues was going back and forth. They had this client that was kind of a nightmare and really hard to deal, very difficult to deal with. And so um, there had been some emails back and forth, and um, one of the man- two of the managers uh, were were communicating with each other, and they said, um, you know, and they made some not so nice comment about the client, and. Then the email kind of got buried in the chain, and eventually one of the managers forwarded that chain of emails to the client, and so it showed what they had said about her, and she read it, and so it was a huge deal. It was um, I remember thinking, like, oh my gosh, that <laughs> would be the worst situation ever, and so um, in that situation, really, all you can do is think about, all right. I take ownership. Like I did that. I didn't pay attention. I wasn't, you know, fully present to what was in that email. I wasn't, you know, and I'm sorry. Uh, I don't have any excuses for that. And what I have learned from this experience is that uh, I would never send or forward an email again without paying attention to what else is in the body of that email. And so, um, and I, and I would never put anything into print about a client. That was, I remember learning from their mistake in that moment um, and thinking to myself, wow, note to self, never put something in an email about anyone that you don't want read and settle, don't put it in writing things. So, so that's a, that's a good way for recovering after that. Oftentimes if, um, I've seen many times where people try to avoid blame and they try to, um, get out of taking the ownership of the fault, then it just creates a big investigation and everybody wants to know whose fault it is and they want to pin it on somebody and they want to prove that the person's wrong. And it's like, if you just own it right up front, that all dissipates right away. So, and then um, this last question that I get asked sometimes is, how important is honesty when it comes to dealing with a major work mistake? Right? So, like, do we have to be totally honest or could we budget a little bit? Could we make up a story about why it happened that'll make everybody feel better and make us look better? Here's the deal when you make a mistake at work, honesty is crucial. As soon as you own your mistake, you can get to finding a solution. 
If you start to lie, you leave details out, people will start looking for the missing details. And that can lead to you spending more time covering your tracks and fearing being found out than directing that energy into learning from the mistake and fixing it. So everyone makes mistakes. It happens. Being honest makes you vulnerable and it allows you multiple benefits. It allows you to get help that you need. It allows you to build trust with your colleagues and supervisors for the long term and it allows for genuine connection with others. So as Brene Brown says, I just she has so many great quotes, you can choose courage or you can choose comfort, but you can't have both. And when you make a mistake, choosing courage is the way to go. So um, if you're in this situation, have some self-compassion. Understand you're not the first person to make a mistake at work. You're not the first person to make a mistake that's cost an organization money. And quite frankly, now in these times of rapid change and technology explosion and um, fast-moving parts and innovation, the chances for making mistakes are high, a lot higher than they used to be because it's not, you know, kind of doing things the same old way. Um, so you want to be really careful about beating yourself up for making a mistake. The key here is not self-loathing. It's not continually reliving it, rehashing it, thinking about what a horrible person you are for making the mistake. Forgive yourself and learn from it. This is how we learn. If you think about when you were a kid and you were in the kitchen and you dropped the sugar and it spilled all over the floor, you know, and then you had to clean it up, you learn from that. Mm, maybe I should be care more careful when I'm carrying the sugar jar. And so then you become more careful in your life and other areas. But in order for us to be innovative and to succeed right now, um, we're going to have to continue to take risks. We're going to have to go out on a limb. And sometimes that's going to end up in a mistake. And so with this formula, as long as you can take ownership of your mistake, as long as you can ask for you know, people to help you to fix it. You're not making excuses or blaming um, or explaining it away. Then you'll be able to work through it and you'll be able to come out the other side smarter and more able to um, deal with work because of it. So this is Alexis Robin with The Bright Side. Today we've been talking about uh, what to do when you've made a mistake at work. Hope you have a great week and we'll look forward to talking to you next time on The Bright Side. Um, find us on the podcast as well. And if you love the show, please uh, give us a review on iTunes. We'd love to have that. That helps get the show out to other people. Have a great week, everybody.